Disclaimer, Joss, Jules, and Nevermore are not professional therapists. They will be sharing their personal experiences and advice, but this is in no way a substitute for professional help. There is also a good chance of swearing, tears, and triggering conversations, so listener discretion is advised. This is my sexy cold voice that you guys are hearing right now as I get more than one sentence into anything I'm trying to say tonight. Uh, With that, welcome to Slaying Demons, a podcast about facing your fears in life and being the best version of yourself. I am your sort of still sick host, Jocelyn, (laughs) and I am joined tonight, as always, by Jules and Nevermore. Hello, ladies. Hi, Jules. (laughs) <laughs> I've also been actually feeling better. Uh, yeah, I've I've also for those of you who don't know, I was really really sick last week, and uh, I had to take the whole week off of podcasting. We were supposed to start back up uh, yesterday. Garrett and I working on Embrace the Spoilers, and I couldn't even do stuff yesterday. So it's been quite a recovery process, and I'm still not quite there. But uh, but yeah, it's it's weird. It's hard to get back into the swing of just podcasting and talking and doing these discussions the the way that we do on the shows and it's it's weird I didn't think that there was so much of a difference from like my day-to-day conversations but man podcasting it's a skill (laughs) yes it is especially when your brain is not at a hundred percent and words are hard because that's all you do is words (laughs) I know and this is actually my third podcast today so I'm I'm running a little bit on empty but I'm still really looking forward to this because I missed you guys last week I know um we talked a little bit off off air but the show is so um it's just so helpful for the three of us to kind of air our grievances and talk about the things that are bothering us. And I know a lot of you have been talking about how, how awesome it is and how brave it is for us to be sharing our stories. But I mean, we get just as much, if not more out of it than, than you guys do. And so like when, when we miss a week, we're just like, Oh my God, like I missed my (laughs) therapy session. I'm going crazy. (laughs) I I needed that. You know, I was missing it and it's hard. I totally agree with you and, uh, and found myself going, Man, it's hard, you know, but it's uh I'm just glad that we're back and and we're 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 hitting another tough topic this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so basically what we've decided to do is uh, yet another format change, which is kind of one of the great things about being an independent podcast is, you know, when we're in our first few episodes, we get to shake things up and, and try to see what works. And especially a podcast like this, it's so different from anything any of the three of us have done in the past. Uh, to be able to play with the format, I think, is is really important. And so uh, to that end, we also obviously need your feedback. So you guys can let us know how you're liking the change in formats. I know a lot of people said that they really liked the update episode, and we do still plan to do that. Three episodes of Demons, one episode of Updates, and a deep dive into a listener question. But uh, we've decided that since a lot of our Demons were fairly similar either to each other or to previous weeks or... Excuse me. <coughs> I'm, 
I'm good. Just give me a second. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Either two uh, previous weeks or to each other, we thought it would be a good idea to kind of um, choose one demon to tackle each week instead of trying yeah. to get very kind of uh, surface level on three demons. We thought it might be better to take one thing, discuss it, talk about how it relates to us in our lives, and then try to uh, look at some strategies for for getting past these things and, and talking a little bit deeper about some of these issues. So um, that's what we're going to do starting this week is we're going to cover one demon and kind of talk about how it impacts each of us. And then uh, next week will be another, um, It'll next week will be our recap episode with our deep dive on a listener question and then going forward from there we'll try three episodes of one demon per episode and and you guys can let us know what you think but um i think this is going to be great because it's going to let us dive deeper on some of these things and and give Mm -hmm. a, a good uh kind of condensed look and and really get into this stuff uh episode by episode so that is the plan agreed So I'm really excited. And uh, this week we've decided to actually uh, take a demon that um, Nevermore had mentioned seeing a lot online recently. And I think it manifests in in different ways because there's a lot of different ways that it can kind of be uh, done and interpreted. And it comes from a whole bunch of different people. It can come from yourself or it can come from uh, people outside of you. It can come from people you know in person, things that you hear. It can come on from uh, people online. So there's a lot of different potential sources for this demon. And so I think it's important for us to do our first deep dive on this specific one. And it is body shaming. So... When I say it can come from a whole bunch of different places, including yourself, I know that's my problem, is I am a terrible, horrible, awful self-body shamer. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, you can do, there's, you know, making yourself feel bad and body shaming, fat shaming. It, It doesn't even necessarily have to be fat shaming, but, you know, there's a lot of people who are, you know too skinny and feel bad about themselves and you know like it doesn't necessarily have to be like one end of the spectrum there's all kinds of things and I think we touched on it um briefly in an episode uh, a few weeks ago I can't remember what the actual subject was but it was definitely tied to weight loss because I was saying how I remembered when I was at my 160 pounds thinking I was fat then and now I would give anything to get back there and you know like knowing you're you're still shaming you're still not happy even at that lower weight. Um, yeah. Yeah, so I mean you've got yourself stuff, you've got um people in your life, people who do it to your face, people who do it behind your back. Like there's just so many potential different sources. So, um I need to take a drink of water so I'm going to pass this one <laughs> off <laughs> and uh, let one of you ladies take over the conversation. <laughs> You know, body shaming, I think, you know, we all do it to ourselves so much. And I I think that we do it in a way so that because we're we're trying to deflect what we think other people are going to say about us in, in a you know, whatever clothes you're wearing. And I mean, it started young for me. Um, I did not have a good fashion sense at all as a child. And I used to buy clothes that, you know, at the time it was in the, you know, I was in the eighties, late eighties, early nineties where everything was really big and bulky, you know, like, and that is the time frame where you'd get like these really big oversized shirts and wear leggings with that. Mm-hmm. And, um, did the, you ever do um, like warmers? I just have to know. I did. <laughs> 
<laughs> and you know, pegging I love it. your jeans, you pegging your jeans where you folded them up and like, you know, fold them over and fold them up. I totally did that too. Um, I didn't but know there that's were two- what it was called. <laughs> yeah. yeah, they called it pegging your jeans. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> I know, right? Um, but there are two instances that I can think of, of things that I will never forget to this day. One of them was I bought this, I bought this really oversized like polo shirt, the stripe, you know, those big striped mm-hmm. polo shirts with the collars on them, the white collars and the stripes. And I bought a pair of leggings to go underneath it. And a family member was like, you shouldn't be wearing that with your body. Ugh, that's the worst. And, Cause those and, are, you know, I mean, you can always expect, or at least I expect my friends to, to be blunt and honest and, and poking fun. And, you know, like I have that kind of a relationship with a lot of people in my life, but mm-hmm. you know, like it just, it's that extra level of hurt when it, it comes from family. Cause they're, they're supposed to love you and support you no matter what. Right. So to have a family member be like, yeah, no, it's kind of like, ouch. <laughs> Yeah. And, you know, and the intention was to try to tell me you need to be more conscious of dressing for your, for your, um, for your size, you know, because I was never a small, a small girl. I was always, I always had curves. I always had extra weight. And so that was the point was that they were trying to make was that, um, I should be dressing appropriately for my body type. Mm-hmm. And, um, but man, I won't, I mean, I was what, 14, 15, and I'll never forget that to this day. And I've never owned another pair of legs <laughs> after that point. Um, and then the other one, um, there was a big trend when I was a kid in high school of the Z Cavarici brand. And I don't know if you guys knew about this. No. I might be just a little bit old. <laughs> but they were basically these really ugly um, kind of like um, th- they were pants that had like the poof on the hips and then they tapered down to the ankle. So they were wide and they were like poofy in the hip, wide in the ankle and, or or, sorry, slim in the ankle. yeah. Yeah. And they were made for skinny people. And I, you know, when you were a kid, brand names, everything that you want, I, I could not fit into these, this style because of my size. And it was, it was just awful as a kid. Because I felt like I didn't belong um, because I was bigger, because I was heavier. And that is the um, – Zytos wants me to – it's uh, <laughs> Z, the letter Z, and it's Cavarici, C-A-V-A-R-I-C-C-I, I think it is. Um, but look for like 1980s Z Cavarici brand and you'll know, look <laughs> up there. Um, it was hard. And so I've body shamed myself my entire life. I was doing it today because <laughs> I was looking at um, I was looking at pictures of previous events of well played. Saw myself in a bunch of pictures and went, "Ew, yeah." And it's awful. It's awful. I hate it. I hate that I do that to myself. Um, I did that so much, and I, and I don't know if we've actually talked about it live on the air, but I know I've expressed this to you guys, um, but talking about uh, CreateCon, which we had uh, the A-Move convention, which was in July this year, and seeing pictures of myself, seeing myself up on that stage, like there was uh, leading the weeks leading up to that convention, I didn't even want to go, and if I hadn't have already bought my plane ticket, which was non-refundable, I would not have gone. 
solely because I was so afraid of people seeing me in person and then like saying and thinking all of the things that I think when I see myself in pictures because like I'm so used to um like myself and my ideal of myself and you know what I looked like when I was playing varsity volleyball like you know all 145 pounds of me <laughs> so you know like I I remember what I where I was and that to me is like my ideal although now thinking about it like if I was that skinny like that would be way too skinny um, but like, I, I think of that and I assume that everyone else knows that ideal Jocelyn. And then, so I have this kind of before and after in my head, every single time I look at anything like the video on the show right now, pictures of me at CreateCon, it's always in my head, this like before and after. And it's like, not the good before and after where the after is the good picture. It's like the, the before and after where the after is the bad picture. And the before is yeah. like the, that's what I should be. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? Uh, what do you think, Sarah? Well, I mean, bringing the topic up is because I saw it just kind of in my feed um, on Twitter not that somebody was actually purposefully being mean to someone else. It was just kind of, they were looking out for a friend more so than, you know, attacking someone. So it wasn't that bad. Um, my sister and I do the same thing. I'm a twin. So if anybody didn't know that, uh, growing up, we look back at pictures. We're like, dang, we thought we were fat back then, but if I could have that body, I'd be happy and stuff. And, um, but you weren't happy then. And that's the sucky part. But see, that's what's kind of, been in my mind lately like I mean if people were like oh we're gonna go to the pool we're gonna go swimming I'm like I'll go but I'm not going in the water you know and even still like now I'm better about like obviously I don't want to be overweight like where it's affecting my health let's just start there but it's more of I want to be happy but to do that not only do I like feel like I need to be healthier, not necessarily diet or anything, but take steps to do that. But I've learned that like the other part of that is also releasing some of the focus on how I think I look because of what you guys are talking about. Because the more and more I think about it, I'm like, okay, if I don't take such and such picture because I feel fat, I'm going to look back and be like, oh, I'm sad I don't have a picture, you know? And it's just like, the more I stress and think about it, like the less fun and enjoyment I have in memories or events and things like that. So like the picture where we three were together for like 15 seconds and then we (laughs) went our separate ways that BlizzCon, I love it because it's a picture of us and it's at BlizzCon. Am I happy with how I look necessarily in that picture? No, but... I've learned that, okay, I'm whatever, 32 or however old I am. I always forget, which is weird because I'm a twin. So you think that I would also remember (laughs) that. But um, it's like the more and more I focus on myself and body shaming myself, it's only going to go like downhill, like as I get older. So like the more I like think about it, you know, as if I'm in my 60s or 70s, like, do I really want to waste 10 more years stressing about it. Like, okay, 
I still will forever worry about it going swimming. I talked about this with the girls earlier. Like, I'm just not a fan of swimsuits and all that, but I'll do it for, like, my family now, like, with my niece being swimming age and stuff. Which, can I say, I am so proud of you for doing that. Because I know for going swimming, for going for being able to just do to swim and be in a bathing suit around anyone. Because I know right now I can't do that. I do not own a bathing suit that fits. I refuse to go bathing suit shopping. I do not know what would be flattering to me because I think that there would just be no bathing suit that's flattering to me at all. Um, We went up to the cottage multiple times where it was just like me and Matt and my parents, and I'm just like. No, (laughs) like that, those four people or three people is too public for me, which is insane. It's my parents and my boyfriend who loves the crap out of me. They all love the crap out of me. So like, it's crazy. This is, this should be the place where I'm comfortable and safe. And I'm still just like, nope, (laughs) I don't care that it's 45 degrees out. I am not getting in that lake. I would rather melt than being in a bathing suit. (laughs) And that's kind of how I've started to look at it is that like in those instances, like I don't want to miss out on the memories of like, like we have a video of me swimming with my niece when she's like super tiny baby, like stuff like that. If I hadn't have just done it, like I'm, it makes me sad to think that I would have missed those moments. Mm -hmm. So like, that's kind of where it started to build up for me. And like, don't get me wrong. Like I'm not super confident about my body at all, but it's taken me this long to kind of get here. You know, like I still wear the cover up thing. Like, okay. I used to only buy, like I'd wear a swim, a swim trunk when we were like out of high school, whatever in college, I would wear the swimsuit with the boys trunks, you know, like the board short kind of things. I would wear those. But now it's to the point where it's like, I have my, I think, I think it's a one piece one, which might have like the little plus size, like little, not like the skirt thing. Cause I don't like that. Cause when you sit down, it like floats up toward your face. I don't like that. I know. But, and I don't spend a lot on clothes, but I'll invest like a tiny bit more. If I find a suit that feels like it fits me and like in the right place, and I'm not talking like hundreds of dollars or anything, but you know, if I find a suit for 30 or 40 bucks, I'll get it. But I'll wear the whatever over thing and then like take a second and like take a breath. And it might take me a few minutes to kind of get ready, but I'll just calmly like take it off and just walk towards the water and get in it. And that's like the hardest part for me still is just that transition point. Yeah. But again, it's, you're doing it kind of to yourself. So And I don't, I have no help to you on what will help. Like, and I I don't mean that in a mean way. I'm not like, I don't want it to sound like, screw you, Jocelyn, you're on your own. I'm not going to like tell you what I did. I honestly, I don't know other than like, I remember different events and things where I was so, so self-conscious or like just even sitting somewhere. Like I would be like, kind of trying to like suck in my stomach and stuff and like just the like pain and like the uncomfortableness. I'm like, screw this, like not concerned about it at all. Yeah. Like, and it's taken me a long time to kind of figure that out. And I still get self-conscious on occasion, but I'm trying to open up more about it. Like Jules was saying, like, you're not the leggings thing from when you were a kid, which like breaks my heart. Cause that pisses me off when people say stuff like that. It just frustrates me to no end. Yeah. yeah. And I, 
I normally, like last year when all the girls were wearing that stuff, I bought the cute but deadly ones. I did not wear them at BlizzCon. Joss wore a pair. I think she said they're super comfy. To me, like, I would have never done that. And this year, like, I'm determined. Like, I'm, I finally told the girls, I'm like, I am buying a pair. If, especially if I could find the, the right shirt that I felt comfortable in with it. And also that was, like, long enough where it doesn't, like, have my booty, like, totally showing or whatever. <laughs> but... I found the shirts. I need to order my leggings and I will be wearing them. And I think to the well-played party because one out of like the whole weekend, I guess that's my comfort zone. Like my family yeah. stuff yeah. versus like walking around the con, um, the whole con. Cause I don't want to be around tons of people wearing them, but which is, which is actually kind of funny because I mean, if you think about it, the con, yes, they are your kind of like family at BlizzCon, but they're also all the people who are going to know you and remember you. If you walk around BlizzCon as a whole, no one's going to know you. No one knows me. Yeah. The only place that I get recognized in BlizzCon because it's just so big is literally like when I'm sitting in front of the Hearthstone stage and then people go, hang on a second, Hearthstone, front row, blonde girl, I know her. <laughs> That's Joss. Okay. And, but yeah. outside of that, like, little small area, not even the whole Hearthstone area, just that, like, if I'm sitting in those first couple of rows that everyone's kind of looking at and walking by, outside of that small area, and, and then obviously the, the stuff like Well Played and the AIE Guild Hall and that kind of stuff. But in terms of BlizzCon as a con, like, pfft, nobody sees anybody, even when you're looking for people, because it's just so big and there's so much going on. So I find it interesting that you find, a smaller group of people who know you to be a safer place for you to do stuff like this than somewhere where you're much, much more anonymous. Well, and I guess, and I don't know exactly why that is. I see your point about it. I guess to me, like I'm assuming that the people in that room, even though I don't know all of them, I only know probably a small handful out of all the people that are probably going to go in my mind. And I think part of it is, I mean, Jules runs it, you know, so that's kind of, it starts there and kind of goes down. Um, just that I'm assuming that there's no judgment in that zone, which you can't control everyone. There's going to be people who there who are going to be thinking what they think, you know, it's everyone's themselves, you know, so you can't, I guess, totally protect yourself from it. There's always going to be someone somewhere, but I don't know, I guess just, it feels like a safe place versus just the huge openness of like BlizzCon. Plus like that's a lot of walking and stuff. Like even though they're comfortable, I don't know if I would want to wear it all day. Mm. So just that evening I think is like the limited span too. Oh, trust me. I wore my Horde leggings all day. I think it was, I can't remember if it was the first day or so. I think it was the first day of BlizzCon. Cause I think I wore my Hearthstone outfit the second day. So, uh, yeah, I wore my leggings all day, the first day of the con and they're so good and so comfortable. <laughs> You're not going to want to change out of them ever. <laughs> well, now I might have to change my mind. She's yeah. not joking though about the whole, she didn't get like noticed right away thing. Cause like we left our hotel room and I'm like, Oh my God, like we're going to get stopped like every like five feet by people who are going to be like, hi, Joss. Blah, blah. like we walk like no one I mean she's tall and like blonde hair and like she looks all Canadian Barbie and I'm just like okay we're they're gonna notice her like right away I think more people stopped me to talk to me than you and I was super surprised and then we all got together and then there was a whole bunch of people we knew that were all in that like common area near the Hilton but I was super shocked because I told Ben I'm like no everybody's gonna see Jocelyn it's all good <laughs> 
I think it was the hair. I think it attracted more people to me than. <laughs> it's yeah, weird that you say that because I, I get recognized in strange places and throughout BlizzCon and it's, it's odd. Like sitting out in front, eating a, a, a sandwich, people will pot walk past me and, and notice me. And I think that's, that's almost harder for me because then it's like, what do they, what do they see? You know, and that image of wanting to feel comfortable in my own skin is the hardest part. Um, but I, I, I think what you're saying too, Nevermore, is that when you go to some place where you know there are there are people there without judgment, then it feels like you've got people to back you up if there were ever somebody to judge you. True. You know, that's, that's a really good point. You know, you know that there are people in your corner that if, if someone ever said anything to you negative, Oh God, I dropped were- them in a second. <laughs> I would end them. <laughs> they would be end ended them. by Jocelyn. <laughs> I wouldn't even get a chance to get there. <laughs> I, that Canadian Barbie would take them out of the knees. <laughs> And I didn't think about that, but you're right. Like, I guess, like, if there was something, like, if somebody said something super rude, right, and, like, out loud to me they're drunk or whatever, if they commented, I would feel safer because there are people I know within earshot versus if I'm in the convention center, even if I'm with with friends, I guess you feel, what's the word I'm looking for? More vulnerable? Mm -hmm. Uh, So, I mean, and it does nothing different. No, you can't get up there. Sorry, cat aggro. <laughs> cat aggro. <laughs> he's trying to like climb. There's like a display case right here that's like super tall, and he's on the couch like trying to like jump up there. <laughs> he's annoying. So yeah, but you're right. Um, that is, it's more of a safe space. So oh yeah, and um, you know, I think Jocelyn, um, I think your your point um, about like just feeling like you're a, like that there are these eyes that are out there watching and judging. I mean, I, I, I got to admit, I'm like, I'm getting nervous going to BlizzCon single now mm. because I don't, you know, th- there's, there's that feeling of nervousness, like, you know, and, and it's, it's all those terrible things that you say to yourself, you know, what are people thinking? You know, what are people, what are their judgments of me now? Oh, Jules is single now. What the hell happened to her? I wonder, you know, and it's like, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. To, it's just, it's my business and nobody else's, but man, that's stuff that keeps you up at night and it sucks. And it's awful because all I want to do is just like, go out there and be awesome. Right. <laughs> but, well, you are awesome. And I will keep reminding you of that. I, I also appreciate true. that. But, um, you know, going through currently, um, experiencing what it's like to be in an online dating space where the first thing that people see about you is your photograph and nothing, you know, and then they read about you and decide if you're actually worth it. Um, it's, it's tough. It kicks your self-esteem in the gut. Cause you're like, <laughs> yeah, I don't look like everybody else. And I don't, and I know that. And it's a, uh, it's a very difficult, like, you know, You've got to dig past the, the superficial to figure out my awesomeness. <laughs> and, the, See, and that's the tough part. But And I think Jocelyn would probably agree with me where we understand the way 
that you're nervous about it and that you're seeing it in a new perspective and it's like kind of an anxious thing about going and everything. I totally see it as you're going to get there and people are going to be like, (laughs) (laughs) and they're just going to be like, you're single now. I like you. Like, I just, I think you're just going to get flooded with like people that you didn't even think, like, I swear that you didn't even expect. I I would bet money on it. I, Seriously, I would make a bet that that's going to, I know you're not expecting it, but I could just like, oh, in my heart, I'm just like, I feel it. Like, I know that this is going to happen. It doesn't. Well, well, and I think that's a reflection. I don't think it's going to happen. I think that's a reflection, though, of how amazing and awesome Nevermore knows that you are. She's just like, "Um, if I was a dude and I was single at BlizzCon, I'd be all (laughs) over that shit. The D. (laughs) Inside joke between the ladies here. It's all about the D. But no, seriously, like, I I see your side of it. But to me, like, I think it just opens the possibility of so many doors. Because, I mean, there's a difference. Like, there's the people who, like, on Twitter or who podcast or whatever, the ones that you, like, know them and you know their face. And then there's some people who you know as your friends online and you maybe not have not seen them before. And I think there's um, the familiarity if you see them all the time or, you know, people who listen to your show or whatever. They've gotten to know you for a long time. And you might not necessarily know a lot about them because I'm sure you have tons of viewers who aren't saying anything. So I'm really excited to see, like, even not even relationship wise, but just like all the different people you're going to have the chance to meet this year. I'm like really excited. Yeah, yeah I'm excited. That part I'm excited about. I mean, it's, you know, there's that part that is super great, but there's the, um, the, the self shaming thing, you know, like all that, that, horrible self-talk that you do to yourself and we all three do it. Um, I had a revelation this week that I think would, and I've been still kind of working through it, but I think it helps. Um, I was thinking about, you know, my struggles with my weight and, you know, we've all talked about it as well. And I said, you know what? I think that my weight problems and the struggles that I have with losing weight is that my, my my physical self, my, you know, weight gain and, and, you know, over time is a manifestation of my physical pain or I'm sorry, emotional pain, because here's what happens when you get upset, you eat, when you're sad, you eat, when you're bored, you eat, and then you gain weight. Okay. Bad habits, things happen in there. You go and you look in the mirror and you feel like shit about yourself. You don't like what you see. You're pissed off and you say, oh, God, you know, you might as well just give up because you're not going to be able to fix it anyway. And then you eat. (laughs) And it's the cycle of your emotional pain. And every time you look at yourself and you say, I'm fat, I'm ugly, I'm unattractive, you're just you're just perpetuating your own problem. And so accepting the fact that it is your emotional pain that's causing you to gain weight in a lot of ways is the, the first step in releasing, you know, releasing it and saying, I don't need this anymore. I don't need this to be here to help protect me or, or to, you know, comfort me or make me feel better. And it was a big, I mean, it, it seems simple, but it was a big revelation for me because the cycle 
made sense. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense to you guys? It mm-hmm. it does. And I think that um, like it kind of along this whole emotions kind of uh, not necessarily, t- but line of thinking. Um, th- the other thing is like you have a certain amount of capacity to deal with your emotions. And yeah. so I think that most people who are dealing with weight issues are very aware that it's, you know, either because they're sad or bored or whatever, usually that leads to eating, which leads to them gaining weight, which leads to them feeling worse and sadder and boreder and eating more and more and more. And it's a, it's kind of a, a well-known, talked about a lot cycle. But I think that in <laughs> your case, I don't know why Nevermore's laughing at me right now. <laughs> She um, said border. <laughs> I oh. started laughing. <laughs> it was ah. cute. Con- it was cute. Continue. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm 12. <laughs> but so, uh, yeah, when you have this this known cycle for, for, you know, bad habits around boredom and eating and sadness, then if you take that and add it on top of, you know, where you have a whole bunch of other emotions going on in your life, like you just you don't have the capacity to actually deal with it. So even if you're aware and you're just like, oh, well, normally I can deal with all of these, you know, kind of weight issues and and self-esteem issues and self-body shaming issue, is, uh, self-body shaming issues, <laughs> then, you know, all of a sudden, if you have a whole bunch of other stuff going on, whether that is like work stress or emotional stress from personal relationships or, you know, whatever the case may be, the more stuff you add, the less ability you have to deal with that negative cycle, whether you're aware of it or not. And I think that that kind of awareness that all of your emotional issues kind of pile in there. I think that that's, that's huge for you to be like, oh, wow, like I had all this other stuff going on and I just, I just couldn't deal with this. And now the way that I see myself is a manifestation of everything that's happened to me in the last year. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, just admitting that to myself, I've been able to let go of, you know, I mean, it it hasn't been completely solved, but I'm okay having a salad for lunch now. I'm okay. Like I, I ate. Um, so I, I had some friends come into town last weekend. Um, Evalani and Major Death came in from. <laughs> Everyone loves them, um, and they brought me some. Um, they brought me some candy from Fargo, North Dakota, and that I love because they brought it to me before. And the last time they brought it to me, I ate the whole damn thing in one sitting because it was so good. <laughs> and this time, I had a couple pieces, and I. I just said, my body was like, you've got, you're good now. You had enough. And so I've noticed changes, just gradual like changes of things I can accept and be okay with and not give myself intense pressure to change it all in one fell swoop. Cause you know what? We're going to BlizzCon in two weeks. I leave two weeks from today. I know it's not going to change much between now and then, but I know that I'm on the path. Mm-hmm. And that makes it okay. Mm-hmm. That makes it better. And even though I'm going to have problems and feel un- self-conscious and wonder what people are saying when they look at me, I'm still going to have a little bit more of a comfort level in my- in myself because I know that I'm making some changes and facing those issues and shaking to the demon and going, screw you. I don't want you in my life anymore. Mm-hmm. So we've, we've talked a lot now about uh, kind of our self 
body shaming and the things that we do and the issues that we have around that. I think um, it's also important to talk about how to deal with others when they are basically like saying mean things to you about your appearance. Because I think that although um, it's not something, again, like <laughs> like we've talked about, most of my issues are completely internal there. I have yet to have a person actually come up to me and say something along the lines of like, oh, wow, you're fat. You shouldn't be wearing those clothes. Um, like, I mean, the worst thing that's ever happened to me is somebody coming up and asking me if I'm pregnant. And I'm just like, no, I hit 30 and now I'm fat, but thanks. Oh, <laughs> so. God, that's terrible. <laughs> and that, you know. and I, that's 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 bad. I mean, that's <laughs> hurtful. So, but I mean, but that's like, that is, that's the worst, you know, and that's not necessarily, that's somebody who thinks I'm at a certain point in my life and thinks I should be doing certain things. And, you know, the times that it's happened, it's been from an older generation person talking to me. And so there's just, that's their expectation of where I should be and what I should be doing. So when I get a little tubby and put on a little weight, then that's the automatic assumption. So, you know, like it doesn't doesn't make me angry. It's someone's not necessarily saying I'm fat. They're trying to say like, oh my God, did I figure out the secret? I'm so happy for you. This is such a good thing. Like, you know, yay. Um, even if that's not the way that it comes across <laughs> on, on the receiving end. But uh, I think just it's it's good to just talk about like, what do you do? What do you say? And, and how do you deal with somebody who says something like, you're too fat, you shouldn't be wearing that. Or you're too skinny and I don't want to see your ribs. Like, how how do you deal with these with these kind of comments? I'm throwing it out to you guys because I, I I do not know. <laughs> you know the the pain of that question or or statement or something like that. You know, I I guess it it becomes easier over time as you get older, as Nevermore has talked about, as you kind of go through your journey. Um, I've been on stream. My face has been on a camera for over four years now, and I've experienced all kinds of shaming comments every time, every time, you know, I've been on a stream, you know, fat bitch, cow, you know, why are you going to break my camera? You know, stuff like that. And, you know, it's just, I have to remember that there are those are the people that are just seeing the outside, but there's so much more about me that is never going to be seen by those people. And that's their loss because I'm freaking awesome. Yes, you yeah. are. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know, you know, and, and, and a lot of times what I do when I start to feel like that is I remind myself of the stuff that I've achieved and the, and the people who love me, you know, gets emotional, but yeah, it's true. Um, (laughs) um, because it's true. You know, you, you think about the people who love you and tell you that they love you and the other people don't matter. They don't, but it's hard. You know, it's so hard because you take a, a comment that someone says to you about, you know, you're too fat you need to lose weight, you know, you, you, you stupid cow. And it's like, you don't know me. You have no, you've, you've never had an interaction with me, but you feel like you have to tell me those things because it hurts you. You know, it bothers you. I look at people. Um, there's a wonderful campaign going on for Lane Bryant, the, the brand, um, for, uh, for plus size women. And, um, they talk about um, loving their body, 
and it's a bunch of, of actresses who are plus size, who are up there dancing in their underwear. And they're just like, I love myself. And you look at them and I'm, I'm just like, I watch that a lot <laughs> because that, you know, they're just like, you can see it in their eyes. You can see it in their face that they don't, they don't care what you think. They just have this like light and, and love. And there are so many people out there who are, are heavier that you don't see that light in their eyes. You mm-hmm. see the pain, you see the suffering. And that is where it pains me. Like I can see it. I will look at anybody and be able to tell, you know, do they have feeling of uh, uh, goodness and happiness in their heart for themselves? Because it's so easy to see it. But I don't know if everybody else can see it like that. I just happen to have that way of seeing things in this world. So yeah, you have a ridiculous amount of positivity. Sorry, never mind. Go ahead. No, I was just I was just gonna say it's totally true. And I think things like that are what kind of helped me start to look differently at it because um, Hachikuma said something earlier. Uh, my way of dealing with body shaming is the straight out fact. I prefer to value things that don't change like friendship and love as opposed to body changing over time naturally. And I think that kind of kicked into it because like, say you're in the middle of BlizzCon, you've worked your ass off all year. You lost 125 pounds, right? No one there knows that. (laughs) So if somebody comes up, he's like, you're a fat cow. He doesn't know that you worked so hard. You know what I mean? So it's like, whether you did or you didn't, they don't know. So like you have to know it and you have to like be there for you because it's not like you're walking around. It feels like you're walking around with a sandwich board that says I've accomplished all these things, but those people don't know the people it should matter to is you and maybe the people around you who, you know, care and support you. But that's a hard thing to like accept and, to share with other people, not that it's their business, but like, okay, first of all, standing on the stage, like dancing around in my underwear, not going to happen. <laughs> no. <laughs> like I could maybe Don't want to do your sexy time. blood elf cosplay. <laughs> but you just, you have to do what works for you. Like the whole, like me wearing leggings thing. I like, I was like, I'm not going to do that. Jocelyn did it. That's for people like Jocelyn. And I know she thinks she doesn't look great at it, whatever, but she's wrong. Let me just tell you. But then I'm like, and I don't, I was always like, I don't like the people who wear them as pants, blah, 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 but they're cute. And the fact that Blizzard's like really trying to make them awesome, like in the detail and everything, because for people who aren't plus size, stuff like that. It's cute till you put it on and then the pattern goes whoop and it doesn't look like <laughs> what it looks like anymore. But the wild bangerang ones um, and even a couple others that Blizzard has, I'm sure, just the quality of mm-hmm. them, it makes it kind of worth it. But like going to find a shirt, I was like, if I don't find a shirt that I'm comfortable in for this specific thing, like it's not going to happen. So it's right. not like I was just like, oh, leggings, woohoo! like I'm going to wear like a bralette or something. Like it's not like I'm like, okay, great. It's like it had to be the right circumstances to make me feel that kind of like Jules was talking about, like that heart light up, like confidence in myself, like this is how it's going to be kind of, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And it's like I had to do that, like um, talking about going like shopping and stuff. <laughs> There's a meme of like an orangutan, like sad, like with its arms down. And it's like me shopping for swimsuits. And I'm like, that's the embodiment of shopping for swimsuits. <laughs> that's how I 
and you're like, this is a really cute shirt, and then you put it on, and you're just like, well, fuck this. Like, <laughs> it looks nothing like it did outside when I was, like, all excited to buy it. Like, you just have to, you have to look and find things that you feel your best in. Like, screw everybody else. Be yourself. And I mean, obviously, we all are continuing to work on ourselves. It's not like I'm like, oh, I bought leggings. My life's perfect. Like it's, <laughs> not like it's not like in that second that it's a fix, but it's like that one baby step into building your from your foundation of the confidence for you. You know, so it's like yeah. it's the littlest thing that could like help turn that around. So basically, exactly. like uh, find find the things that you like about yourself and choose to focus on those instead of the things that either you or people outside of you don't like so much, regardless of how vocal they are, and just right. kind of yeah, focus on the positive instead of focusing on the negative, which I know uh, is something I struggle with, not necessarily from from a body shaming um, standpoint, but I know I get quite hurt and angry and frustrated over uh, comments about usually uh, the podcast. Anything that has to do with um, how I present myself or things that I say or opinions that I have. And when it's not constructive criticism, when it's just criticism for the sake of being hurtful, I, I can't deal with it. <laughs> like, yeah. and, and I feel like um, podcasting might be a little bit different than, than you know, how, how you feel like, how you look, but, um, it's still, it's, it's like, it's my creative baby. So it's just as, as important to me as how I, how I look and how I think people perceive me. So, you know, like, uh, taking criticism from, or I don't, I don't even want to call it criticism. I just want to call it hurtful comments. Cause a lot of times it is hurtful comments. It's she's stupid. Why is she even here? She doesn't deserve an opinion, you know, comments like that. And, and that to me just makes me angry and hurtful and frustrated. And it's so hard to find the positive. So if your big thing is your body image and, and how you feel about yourself, and, and that's the thing that people are choosing to attack, I can absolutely understand how it would be hard to find the positive. But I think, um, um, you have to <laughs> be like Jules and Nevermore. Don't be like Joss. <laughs> Don't get angry and frustrated. <laughs> be positive. Find that super cool thing that you absolutely love about yourself and choose to focus on that instead of letting them bring you down. Yeah. Well, you and it's to. not that you have to be more like us because Jocelyn <laughs> is very exciting and cool also it's just you just have to find your happy like and I was going to ask you both because you guys have been podcasting find find your happy (laughs) you've been like podcasting for a while so when you post your shows and stuff do you always post it to YouTube like do you allow comments like do you turn off comments what do you guys choose to do for things like that um comments are now very curated on my videos um there have been lots of comments in the past uh the other shows that i do that are not posted and curated by me uh have fully open comments and i choose not to read those anymore so yeah all of the comments for slaying demons and all of the comments for gamers in which go through my youtube account uh have to be vetted by me first so technically i still read them all but i I have the choice you still see it i still see it but the world doesn't see it and i find that um that gives me like i find uh personal messages dms and like whispers on twitch a whole lot easier to deal with when i think it's just between me and somebody who's being an asshole as soon as it's out there like publicly then i'm sitting there thinking 
like, oh my God, there, there must be so many people. If they're willing to say this publicly, there must be so many people that share this opinion. So I find that there's something about that um, level of privacy that helps me deal with it. Um, but when it when it's public, when it's in open Twitch chat, or when it's in open comments on YouTube, I have such a hard time dealing with that stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've I all of my YouTube videos are out there with open comments, and um, I don't get a ton of um, because our videos for Torrent Think Tank don't get a ton of viewers. Then the you know the ratio of comments, of course, is much smaller. Um, the ones that are the hardest are the ones that the Jocelyn was talking about when they insult your intelligence, your gender, um, or your intellect. That's the hardest thing for me. I mean, I can, I can take that. Uh, I can take someone criticizing my looks a whole lot easier than someone because that's my brand. That's my product. That's my, you know, my, my intelligence, my words, my opinion, my way of speech. I mean, I've had people say terrible things about the way that I laugh, which I can't change. That's just who I am. <laughs> hey, somebody said I cackle. I'm not calling <laughs> anybody out, ladies. <laughs> but <laughs> I think it's hilarious. Though. Like, and I but, know not everybody would, but. <laughs> no, and you know, but it's, you know, you just when you become an online public presence, you have, you have to start developing some kind of thick skin, but I hate that so much. (laughs) I hate people saying that, saying you just have to have a thicker skin. Like, no, I don't have to have a thicker skin. People need to stop being assholes. (laughs) Yeah. People need to stop being rude and inappropriate. (laughs) And yeah. And it's so it's true. And you know, The one thing I have to say is I, and I read this so many, so many, so many times from people who get, who get, you know, comments about their weight. And it's like, do you not fucking, do you think I fucking don't know that I'm fat? Like, do you have to tell me? Cause I know (laughs) you, but you telling me made all the difference, you know, (laughs) because that really, you needed to be the one to tell me that I'm fat. Um, and I see this all the time, you know, women who are out trying to exercise, jog, and, you know, people yelling things from their cars about go home fatty. And, you know, it's just people are terrible. And I just, I, I don't understand the mentality. I understand why it happens. It's a, it's a person who is very, uh, who is in a lot of pain themselves. I was good. So that was, that was where I was going to kind of direct this conversation is, you know, do you ever take the, um, I guess, take the position or the, um, I, I'm losing my words again, but, uh, do you ever, um, try and put yourself in the other person's shoes in order to help you deal with their comments? Oh yeah. That's the only way I can do it, Joss, because I can't, I have to start to think about what, what prompted a person like that to actually say something of that nature to hurt someone else anonymously. Um, you know, what does it take? Because I can't, I cannot fathom doing that. I can't process that. It's too different. Like my brain doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. And, you know, but it comes down to the basic things of, you know, that person is woefully unhappy. Um, you know, it's why bullies exist You know, they're trying to deflect their pain, their emotional pain on somebody else because then they don't feel it themselves. And, um, but it is a horrible, horrible thing. And, um, 
you know, I, sometimes I wish that my heart wasn't so soft because it, you know, you get, you just comes right in and, you know, and hits you at your core and just, you know, you have to kind of come back from it and say, this person has problems that you don't have Jules. It's just, that's the way it is. And you have to just say, I'm sorry, but we're not going to mix because Mm -hmm. you're you and you're going to do that. And I can't do that. And I can't be around people who can. That is, that is a very good way to put it. So I think that's probably where we should kind of wrap up our, our body shaming conversation. I think I, I like this format. I really like the deep dive into the one demon. I think this is, this has been really, really good discussion. Uh, before we get into listener feedback is something I meant, meant to mention off the top of the show and I completely forgot. So, uh, please bear with me guys. I know that this is almost like an ad in the middle of the show now, but I did want to let everybody know that, uh, gamers in is again doing extra life this year. We're doing it on October 29th. So there's going to be lots of Halloweeny kind of things going on. Uh, we're going to do a 24 hour stream on twitch.tv slash amovetv and that is raising money for the children's miracle network so uh, it's a very important cause it's my fifth year doing it it's ryan's seventh year we have a lot of fun and we're going to have lots and lots of audience participation so if you would like to support us please do so either by going to bit.ly slash tgi extra life 2016 or you can also just uh, share the link with your friends and family because boosting the signal is always just as important as getting donations so i do understand that not everyone can donate all the time and that's totally fine uh, but just so you guys know your donations are 100% going to the charity they don't actually go to Extra Life Extra Life takes no cut whatsoever they do everything based on just advertising so uh, yeah 100% of your donation is actually going to go to the charity we do it uh, every year we've had great experiences working with Extra Life so I very much encourage each and every one of you to either come hang out with us in the stream and donate on October 29th or uh, just boost the signal but uh, yeah so I just wanted to let everybody know we are we are doing that again and it is very rapidly approaching it's, it's, it's 10 days from now <laughs> wow <laughs> yep so Uh, Yeah, just again, just wanted to remind everybody about that. So uh, that brings us to our listener feedback section. Uh, You can send your demons in to demonspodcast at gmail.com, or you can also join the conversation over at discord.gg slash jossplays. That's J-O-C-E plays. Uh, This one comes to us through Discord from True Villain Manny. He said, uh, so I'm posting this because episode four of Slaying Demons and the brave openness of people in this community. I am now 33, and over the course of four years or so, I went from 186 pounds to 218. So very, very relevant to our conversation today. Um, He said the weight was not connected to any particular life or any particular event in my life, but mostly because I'm getting older and until relatively recently lazier. I decided enough was enough and I signed up for the gym to battle the bulge, but I didn't know what I was doing and I felt so out of place. After a few months, I stopped going. A few months after that, I finally managed to cancel my membership. (laughs) Rip Manny's wallet. (laughs) Uh, He said my clothes stopped fitting right and then stopped fitting at all. I began shunning beaches and swimming pools. My family started commenting that I had taken on the married man body, which I assume is the extreme version of the dad bod. <laughs> and <laughs> at this point in Manny's story, I'm like, I'm reading through this and I'm going, oh my God, this is, this is exactly where I am right now. I'm at the, my clothes stopped fitting right and now they don't fit at all. And I had to get new stuff and, oh man, I am, I am right here with Manny at this point in his journey. <laughs> so... He goes on to say, on New Year's Eve 2014, I made a resolution to lose weight. This time, I didn't join the big fancy gym. I looked up a relatively simple routine, and I made that 
And I made that started with my within my comfort zone. Uh, I lifted light weights and then added more weight as the days passed. By the time the weights actually became challenging, I had days and weeks of practice on my form. I then started working on my eating habits. First, I cut out McDonald's, but I still ate out all the time. And when I w- and then when I wasn't craving a Big Mac anymore, I cut out other bad foods. As I cut out the bad foods and the bad habits, I simultaneously was eating more veg and adding good habits. Um, I've been told that it's far more effective to add good habits and than to cut out all the bad. But the trick I learned is that when spending my time doing stuff that was good for me, I had less stuff for the time that was bad for me. Eventually, I hit a plateau when I reached the point. I, when when I reached that point, I reevaluated what I was doing and made further changes. The entire process has been a gradual change with some false starts and some setbacks. I didn't suddenly stop eating and doing chin ups. <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of what is kind of going on in my head. Like I need to stop doing all the bad eating. I just need to just starve myself, but then also exercise for 20 hours a day. <laughs> That's not going to work. <laughs> so uh, Manny finishes up by saying today I weigh 176 pounds, which is less than wow. I weighed at the end of college. My weight was my demon for a while. I'm happy to have slayed it, not with a fad diet or cleanse, but with lifestyle, lifestyle changes that I can maintain. So I thought this was a great email to share because it's actually a demon that over a couple of years, Mandy was actually able to slay. So I thought it was, it was a really, really good story to share with our listeners, especially today when we're talking about how we have uh, such bad body images of ourselves in our heads and uh, just that it's not a change that's going to happen overnight, but it is totally doable. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And I, this, his letter really resonated with me as well. We've talked about it in the past. You didn't get to where you are today with a snap of the finger, but we all expect that as soon as we start making changes, that it's going to happen with a snap of a finger. That's so true. (laughs) And that is the mindset, you know, because I'm doing good things. I'm doing a good job. And you don't don't see instant results and you get frustrated and pissed. And then you, you know, eat a bucket of ice cream. So (laughs) it's just, I I really took his message to heart and it's been Mm -hmm. helping me a lot. Well, and I don't remember who it was. Um, Someone else in the discord had said something about, that I think it was the same episode that they were commenting on. I don't remember exactly, but um, just suggestions of like, don't like cut back your food intake and stuff like that. And I just want to make sure everybody knows like how I've posted like food stuff or whatever. It's not that I'm um, like attempting to like portion like super small or anything like that. It's just like, at my work, like we constantly order food from, they buy our lunch every day and it's somebody's job to choose the place. And I just have to go with that menu. I mean, obviously I know I could bring food, blah, 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 not to that point in the journey yet. (laughs) Um, But there's a difference of like, I really fucking want mac and cheese, but I'm going to have the salad with the really crappy, not good, like 10 calorie dressing instead of ranch. You know what I mean? So I'm not cutting back and having like less portions of anything. Um, It's making those choices and like changes where it's not a huge step, but I'm not ordering fries and a burger only. I'm ordering, okay, if we have the burger place, it's a bunless burger with only fresh veg, not like the veg that's like grilled or deep fried or whatever added on top, you know, even though I really want the crispy (laughs) onion straws, you guys, seriously. So it's like, so just so everybody knows, like, I know, I know that I was telling the story and I was like, I'm starving. Cause like I was saying how I was eating the healthier food at lunch and then 
on my way home or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was really hungry. Yes, I am starving, but I'm not starving myself. Like just yes. so everybody's yes. clear. Cause I didn't want people to think like poorly of me that like, I'm really like diehard, like having like, here's my Tic Tac for lunch or something like <laughs> not going about it that way. Just, <laughs> just to be clear about it. Gotcha. <laughs> and neither should you <laughs> to yeah. all of our viewers do it in a healthy, a healthy manner. Yes. Yeah. And I think that that is a, a really great moral to the story that, you know, it took him almost two years to to get down, I guess, um, 30 pounds, if jo- 40 pounds. Joss didn't do the first math right. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> that is that is a, a really big weight loss, but it's spread over a long time, which makes it manageable. And like he said, lifestyle changes. So, you know, yeah. like... Not necessarily looking for those short-term results, but I have a feeling that his short-term results were probably that he felt better and had more energy and, you know, like, because I know for me, when I saw he said he cut out McDonald's, like, I... I'm not a huge McDonald's eater, but we are definitely big. We eat out a lot. So it not maybe not specifically McDonald's, but I know whenever I eat somewhere like that, and it could be any kind of burger place, like fast food burger place, it sits so heavy on my stomach. Like it tastes so good in my mouth. And by the time it gets to my stomach, I'm like, oh, I regret everything. <laughs> I regret my life right now. Yeah, yes. exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah so. I, I think that's a really good point. And I've, I've been trying to pay attention to how my body reacts to certain foods, too. Mm. Um, and to see how it, you know, and to really be mindful of it. Like, if I have a lot of uh, bread at a meal, do I feel really tired? Do I feel really lethargic? Is my stomach kind of icky? But um, bread is so good. <laughs> I know. Bread is amazing. Have and, I talked to you the- about the cult of bread? <laughs> I know because I am in. I have been in that cult of bread for a for forty two years, baby. Yeah, that oh. corrupted me from Scott Pilgrim, where he's like, "Bread makes you fat," or isn't it Scott Pilgrim? Or am I wrong? I might be wrong. I don't know. But he's like, "Bread makes you fat." <laughs> he's all like shocked by it. Yeah, but um, you know that those are some of the things that I've been doing since I broke my toe a couple weeks ago. I haven't been able to go out and really do a lot of walking, which has been really frustrating. So, um, so eating better has at least, you know, helped me drop a couple pounds, which has been great. So Yay. Happy, happy with that. I, I haven't anybody? stepped on a scale since July. Cause I just, I can't, I can't handle it. I, I just, I don't want to know because if it went up again, I, I, I literally don't know what I would do. <laughs> See, and I know, I know mine's gone up, especially since my coworker and I stopped going. I was like, it's just one week or one day a week. It's not a big deal. We go for like 45 minutes to an hour. I've severely noticed the difference, um, especially cutting that out and then also adding soda back. And I know you can still drink soda, whatever. But for me, I can just tell instantly it's not, it's no bueno. (laughs) But there was somewhere and I don't know where I'm going to have to look for it and I'll post it in the discord. But I saw like a chart that said like, when you notice the difference, when family will notice the difference and like when other people will notice the difference. So it's like, whatever it was, there was like a lot of time (laughs) that each section takes to notice. So just keep trying. Like you might not feel like there's a change, but just keep up the effort. Mm -hmm. And like he said, he hit that plateau. If you feel like it's not doing something, make a small change somehow. Like if you're eating the same food every day, 
mix it up with something else. Or, you know, if you, if you do the walk and you go to the right, every time you leave your house, maybe go to the left and see what's that way. I mean, don't do it if you live in a bad neighborhood or whatever, but like, <laughs> uh, you know what I mean? Like change, still be change aware of something. your surroundings. Yeah. Yes. Be safe. <laughs> You know, change something in it, whether it's that. I just or pictured go. somebody who, like, they're the only option at the end of their street is like go right, and they just go left and just are walking into a building and like thump thump thump. Nevermore told me to go left to lose weight. Thump thump thump. <laughs> oh my god, dude, you're killing me. You're welcome. <laughs> Uh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> on that note. Uh, yeah, exactly. On that note, uh, Jules, where can folks find you on the interwebs? You can find me at Jules RPG on Twitter uh, and uh, my other podcast that I do, which is Torrent Think Tank, records on Thursdays at 8 o'clock central, twitch.tv slash Torrent Think Tank. Uh, and uh, if you're looking for some more gamer advice, that is the, the place to go. Um, and also, I uh, should mention life coaching. Um, I'm also a personal life coach. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> after hearing all of my demons, you may not want me to coach you. But <laughs> as someone who receives Jules's coaching on an almost daily basis, I can say she is a godsend. You need her yes. to coach you. Thank you. <laughs> Contact you know, her. What makes me a good coach is that I'm not afraid to, to talk about my own shit. You know, like, yeah, I mean, exactly. I know I have problems. I'm not on a pedestal. But um, I totally took know. some jewels and be like, I took a big poop today. <laughs> <laughs> if you want me to share that, that with you, worse. I will tell you. I weighed like three less pounds after that poop today. <laughs> Demon slayed. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> You can send me uh, send me a tweet and just ask for my email. It's jewels at torrentthinktank.com is my email too. So <laughs> Nevermore's gonna die. So let's yeah. tell everybody where they can find you. <laughs> but before you do that, Hachikuma's asking about the light behind you, which is from IKEA, isn't it? Yes, these lights are from IKEA. Uh, they like to move and they're beautiful and they're awesome. I got them like ten years ago, so I don't think they sell them anymore, but they're awesome. You can also. <laughs> Yes. Um, they're also, they can go on solid too, but I like the moving one because it makes a good stream background. And before we go to me, Jules, what's coming up soon? Oh, that's right. So are you coming to BlizzCon? If you are, you need to come to Well Played, which is on Friday, November 4th at eight, uh, 7 o'clock uh, Pacific time. And it's at the Anaheim Hilton second floor. If you are not coming to BlizzCon, you can still watch us on the live stream, which is twitch.tv slash Party. The party is going to have a lot of amazing stuff, including Jocelyn and Nevermore helping to run our Hearthstone Fireside Gathering, which is an official Blizzard Fireside Gathering, I shall say. I'm so excited. (laughs) I'm so excited. We have uh, a a photo booth. We have um, live music and bars available that are really easy to get to. Prizes. um, And there'll be merchandise to to sell. And uh, lots of awesome people. Um, People from the Frog Pants community will be there. AIE community will be there. Um, We'll have Blizzard We're three going to be there all the same time. All three of us. (laughs) Um, I'm going to be wearing a horrifically colored uh, neon green shirt so you'll be able to see me uh, <laughs> good lord our staff is that a personal are, like, life choice oh it's a staff no our staff shirts i'm so like jules if you're wearing bright neon i'm like we need to go shopping i'm not great at it either but we'll find something for you no, i i don't want to wear this color but it'll be easy to see me at least 
<laughs> so there you go. Well played. It's on Friday, November 4th. Be there. Come see us. We'd love to have you. All right. And spoiler and- alert. Joss, she's not even going to let me tell people where to find me. See, see what she does. She just cuts me off and stuff. <laughs> I was going to say, spoiler alert, the photo booth gets published publicly, so behave when you do your poor pictures. Nope. <laughs> Did you not behave last I, year and get I shamed? Almost, <laughs> I almost flashed the camera. The dude was like, here's the album. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I think they would have taken it off. We just have our own four strip or whatever. <laughs> so yeah. So anyway, Jocelyn, yeah. <laughs> don't cut me off yet. I'm at I'm on Twitter at quota nevermore. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All that build up for that. You can also find her awesome stuff on Etsy. She's working on putting up her Geek Asylum store. So don't tell me that quota nevermore on Twitter is the only place to find you. You are full of poop. <laughs> I love that that's how this ended. <laughs> <laughs> so you can find me on Twitter and Twitch. I'm at Joss Plays. And you can find uh, everything else that I do at JossPlays.com, including episodes of this show. That is where I post everything. So uh, with that, I think that's going to do it for us tonight. Thank you guys so much for hanging out. And we will see you next Tuesday. Bye, guys.